Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of a Shabbat sermon by Rabbi Rebecca Schatz. Imagine for a moment doing a deep clean of your home. Maybe it's Passover. Maybe you just moved in. Or maybe you have the urge to reorganize and redecorate. Take all of the items out of a cabinet, wipe down the surfaces, maybe use a dust buster to get some bigger schmutz, figure out an organizational system, and then start putting things away. Then you'll most likely take a few things out again to arrive at their final destination or organizational place. Do I want these spices organized by amount of use, alphabetically, or in color order? Take them out, reformat, put them back in. This, my friends, is Elul. We begin this month of preparation for the High Holidays, a month of introspection, of communal outreach, and the command to enjoy life even in its most fragile of moments and experiences on Thursday night. Thursday night until Rosh Hashanah, we spend this month preparing for that growth, for those newly organized cabinets that make us feel so calm and accomplished. However, we often think of Elul as decluttering, when really it's just the stage of taking everything out of the cabinets. Where should I put everything that I need to reorganize? How will I look at it all over and decide what to keep? What's most important? What can be let go of? What do I need more of? Elul's first step is figuring out which surface to use. During Elul, are you finding yourself praying more, meditating more, speaking more with your friends, a therapist, writing in a journal, organizing a photo album of the year's events? What is your Elul surface? We learn from the Shulchan Aruch, our body of Jewish law, that on Rosh Chodesh Elul, Moshe went up to Mount Sinai to receive the second tablets. He remained there for 40 days and came down on the 10th day of Tishrei when his tshuva was completed, his time of return. From then on, these days have been designated as the days of divine favor and acceptance, Yemei Ratzon. And the 10th day of Tishrei is Yom Kippur. Moshe went up to a place of solace and spiritual openness. He remained until Rosh Hashanah in a state of learning and receiving of mindful practice. The days are referred to because of Moshe as days of compassion. We are not supposed to enter Elul with a laundry list of things we must do to be better or right our wrongs. We're simply supposed to enter into Elul with compassion for ourselves, for the year we have had, ready to unload and reorganize or declutter to make room for different types of holy interactions. There's a famous story of God as royalty in the field. During Elul, the divine is compared to a queen approaching the capital city at the end of a journey, when all the nation's subjects flock to the fields outlying the city to line the road this queen will use. 
At this time, the queen smiles and waves to the populace and looks favor favorably, not only upon noble peoples and officers, but may smile just as benignly at the common peasant. When she reaches the palace, however, she assumes a more regal aspect. The sovereignty is asserted anew, and only the highest-ranking citizens can see royalty by appointment. Similarly, like the king after his return to a palace, God sits in judgment on the Day of Atonement, when God utilizes the 13 attributes to hear us, to forgive and support us. Yet these same attributes are accessible to each and every single person, regardless of spiritual standing, throughout this month of Elul. During Elul, we are free to move about the cabin, as it were. We can explore aspects of our experiences that we wish to copy in the coming year. We can journal about moments that hurt us and that we wish to forget, but teach our future generations about one day. We can meditate or go to quiet places to simply be with our thoughts and have compassion for our bodies and souls that will do tremendous work during the high holidays. God may be in our world just as royalty is in the field, but we need to be out and exploring to be encountered. If these people were not out when the royalty rode by, they would not have been able to, walk, to be waved at or smiled at by someone who they admire. We have to remove the schmutz from our shelves and put it all out so we know what is coming. Use this month of Elul to have compassion on your soul, on your heart, on your mind, and on your community. It is tough to hold a mirror to our blemishes. And sometimes it's even harder to acknowledge the beauty that we see as something we witness and are able to share with the world. Elul is the preparation for those mirrors to come out during the high holidays. We are focusing on sustaining community this year at Betham, Mechayeh Hakol, sustaining our whole selves and our whole being. But to sustain a clean kitchen, one must not be afraid to move some things around, to reorganize, to clean, and to upgrade tools when needed. So join us this month. Work inside of yourselves this month to find compassion for that work ahead. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.